decide what is it you want to be for this company. There's more in that building than what you can see, Doctor. You are living with dangerous people. Three Muslims. Three God. Three Devil. Mother Tenebrarum. Mother Lacrimarum. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba, revolve! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Sleep away camp. You won't be coming home. to another episode and we're this is interesting because i think that it's gonna be the precedent for the next several episodes or for just in generally for the rest of the run of however long this goes we'll change movies when we're making the episodes because i know that this the the second movie people are gonna be surprised by the second movie when they see what it is because i was like oh we're gonna do like climax in suspiria and then we watch suspiria and you weren't the biggest <laughs> fan of it so i thought maybe it's not a good idea so i'm gonna switch it to this and it looks like you do like these really <laughs> crappy 80s horror movies so that's where i'll veer my my ideas to Great. but yeah and then for yours i guess we could say that for yours we um we're switching it too because you wanted to talk about because percy jackson just got wrapped up as a show yeah. so you're like we'll talk about that instead so we'll do the first percy jackson and then we'll do i am number four Hell that's yeah. what the episode is my middle school obsession <laughs> but yeah everyone's gonna be surprised we talked about two movies um one of them which is probably the most artsy horror movie i would assume you've ever seen and then one of the least artsy movies ever, <laughs> um, Sleepaway Camp and Suspiria. I think we could talk about Suspiria first because we saw it like a week ago and, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's more you want to talk about when it comes to this weird tranny horror movie oh, from yeah. the 80s than there is about. Um, so yeah, no, Suspiria is... You know, it's simple. It's a movie about people, a woman going to be a dancer at this school and then it turns out they're all witches and they're trying to have someone they're trying to use someone to possess and get the spirit of this mother into them and stuff and i want to i i've already talked a lot in the history of my my film criticism about how much i like this film so i'm gonna push it to you oh. about what you think of it because you never i don't think you ever heard of it until i brought it up no i've like heard of it just in my like film classes and mm -hmm. stuff like we had watched a scene from it 
in class the day you were like, oh, I want to do Suspiria. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Um, but Your film classes are cool, though. I got to bring that cool. shit up. Because we were talking about this before the podcast started. They showed you the entirety of clips of Nightmare on Elm Street 2 Freddy's Revenge. Okay, that was an which elective is, which class, is to cool. be fair. But, yeah. but that's cool, though, that your school's like, let's watch the oh, scene yeah. where the teacher gets whipped in the ass no, in our was, class. That's, like, my favorite class I've ever taken was that class. Because what's the whole thing? Is it just, like, history of... No, it's it's a sociology class. About... It's Hollywood and society. Oh, okay, so they bring so, up, like, gay this. Yeah, and... so it was like, oh, this movie came out, and everyone was like, oh, gay. Or people didn't think it was gay at the mm-hmm. time kind of thing. Just how, like, society reacts to, like, film. Oh, okay. So it's very interesting. Interesting. Because, like, you always bring up, like, the fact that you've seen a bunch of these movies and clips yeah. at your school. And I'm like, I wish I got to. I wish I had classes where the whole... Because I'd be... Not that I already don't get a hundreds and stuff like that in my school. But, like, if I had a class where it was like, let's talk about the history of horror and scores like you did before, mm-hmm. which was a cool class... And this one where it's like society and film, I would be like so into that shit. It's so <laughs> like, interesting. I love it. It's but no, but Suspiria, you heard of it before. What did you think of it? What is your generalized <laughs> thoughts on it? Okay, well this is the twenty eighteen version. Yeah. I don't know if we specified that. You yes, you might like the Argento one more because it's very it's it's like this. Yeah. Where it's very colorful, some fun kills, it's more straightforward. I think that's what um, we had analyzed the score for that in my like director and composer. Yeah, the class Goblin last score. Year. Yeah, yeah, that was that one. But anyway, um, I'm not a big fan, <laughs> and I don't want to like bash the film because mm-hmm. it's still good. It's just not my cup of tea. I think. Yeah. Um, I respect it. It's not bad. I just found it very long and boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which whatever um i don't know (laughs) so like what things worked about it i'm assuming the cinematography and the acting or the color grading and the acting yeah i mean i guess like the dance scene at the end i enjoyed Mm -hmm. that was cool it yeah the cinematography is good like closer to the end i didn't really notice it throughout but then Mm -hmm. like the red like when they're in the basement was it a basement yeah, yeah the red's really oh we're like cool. one of my favorite shots is after he finds the hook or they he get he drops the hook and it just keeps going that's a yeah. cool, like just there's little shots in there where i'm like okay i can fuck with this yeah. and i think that it's in- interesting on a score basis the score obviously i literally have it on pink <laughs> vinyl but like it's it's a good score. I think the cinematography complements it a lot of the time, and it's it's just it it's it's an interesting movie that I think I like the energy from it. I guess it's the energy for me more mm. than it's anything to be honest. See, I don't think I enjoyed the energy. <laughs> yeah, was it too slow? Would you say then? It it was pretty slow, and I'm like. Obviously, that's a style and a mm-hmm. choice, and I get it, but I just didn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. It probably wouldn't work if it was, like, super fast-paced either, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't really fault it on that, but, like, I wouldn't watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, I mean, Tilda Swinton slays, like, 
I like anything she's in. Just don't like, mind me. I'm just I'm going through my list right now and taking out movies that I don't think are gonna work for <laughs> our podcast anymore. Okay. Just because so spoilers to everyone. I was gonna wait till the end of the episode to talk about it, but we're gonna. I've came to the discussion that we're gonna do two randomly chosen <laughs> episodes after the two chosen ones. So in this episode, we're going to spin it and we're going to get three choices and then we're going to choose the one we want to do the most. Okay. And we'll do that again after the next one. But I'm just going through it now and I'm looking at like, what do I add and what do I put in that might yeah. help it? No, but um, okay. I, I might have been checked out when you're talking about that. So you don't like the vibe because it's like too... I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of off-putting. It's off-putting, like, yeah. I think that's the strength of it. You're supposed I'm to sure. feel like you're supposed to feel like you're in this weird, this weird world of just existence. You know? What yeah, I mean? like I get that. It's just not my thing because yeah. I'm just like on edge the whole time. Which I guess that's mm-hmm. good for them. They accomplished that, but yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't I, go out of my way to watch it on again, my own, you know, yeah. <laughs> or again. I understand. I think that, like, I like it, but I can see why people don't like it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I don't, I don't fault anyone for not liking it because I'm like, well, <laughs> it's whatever, you know? It's very strange. It is a strange movie, and, like, even, like... I was even saying that there's a track on the album and it's just them screaming into a vocoder, which is like makes it all like the digitized sound. And it's like purposely, I think the movie was trying to give off this. Okay, this is a question. Was it too repetitive for you? Because there's a lot of the same scenes that happen. A lot of dance. They go to dance. Something creepy happens. They go and dance again. They, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, that that's probably why it just felt so, like, agonizingly mm-hmm. slow. And I was just like, when is, like, something gonna happen? Yeah. It's like they were just kind of building that, like, backstory, like, foundation for the crazy shit to happen. But... Yeah. I don't know. My question is, what's the best part of this movie? What would you say is the best element of this movie? I think just to, like spin it in that way i mean the dance scenes are cool Mm -hmm. like the original one the clip i had seen in class where she's like dancing and the bones are breaking it wasn't fun to watch but But it it was was cool cool. yeah Um, but like the end dance when they're all like wearing the funky outfit (laughs) oh yeah okay yeah i could feel that i want that like scene with, like, the YMCA playing over it or something crazy. <laughs> I think... I like the acting. My That's a mm-hmm. question. I think that's a question for you, the acting. Do you think it is... The acting is fitting? Or do you feel like it's off-putting, I guess, is the question. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... Does it feel like it fits into the movie? Or is it one where it's, like... It, it feels like... It just it's just a bunch of people, you know. I think it fits. Yeah. I mean, like Dakota Johnson did a good job because she's so like monotonous. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like fits her character, I think. And then like Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Slade. That makes sense. Especially if she played like three roles, right? <laughs> yeah. Three different characters. 
Oh, but it's that true. end scene, like, like the, the end red, scene. like yeah. the old woman or whatever, like that was insane, and I did enjoy that. You liked that scene? Yeah. I didn't enjoy watching it because it was just a little gory, like the guts. I was like, and Ew. people exploding and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, I think that it's I. That's one of my favorite scenes of the movie, and I think mm-hmm. for me, it's not so much about. It's not so much about the. I think it's just the symbolism behind that scene. I think I've I've always, every time I think about that movie, I'm like, I can't wait to get to the end because the song <laughs> is so good. And the way it's edited and the way it's put together, it's like, it's dark and beautiful. And yeah. it's, you know, like, it's... Part of me wishes there was more of that throughout, mm-hmm. but also it is kind of unique. To it have is. that just at the end, it's like, oh, this is what it was building up to. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wasn't expecting that in a way, but. So you didn't, you didn't like it or you didn't love it, but you found, you thought it was decent, essentially. Yeah. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I don't care that much for it, but I respect it. <laughs> okay. Um... So, I'm trying to think because I'm, I'm I'm multitasking. Um, so I guess this is where we could cut it because it's been like us talking for like tenish minutes. So like, what would you what would you score this movie? Like, a, I think you gave it a six out of ten. Whatever, three out of five. Three out of five. Yeah. I think if I were to give it anything, I think I still sit. This is hard because I really like the movie, but I you do make good points. So I'm debating whether or not, because I usually give it a 5, but I think I might sit it at a 4.5 at this point, to be honest. Like, I think there's a lot good about it, but you make good points about, like, at least when we were talking about it too and we were watching about this movie and the quality and stuff. So I think that, I think that you make good points and I probably would shift it that direction, um, like 4.5. Um it was decent, you know. It has good elements, but it's nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, <laughs> a at least crazy. for you, it's crazy movie. But <laughs> I get why you're like you're not too crazy about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think I just like it on a like a principal aesthetic, artsy yeah, standpoint. It but is very artsy. yeah. But yeah. But what it's what okay. what have you seen? What have you seen recently that you uh, could discuss? I don't even remember the last. I'll let you go first because I'm still kind of working on what I want to, the podcast shit right now. Where's my activity? I don't remember when we last discussed this. Um, Uh, I will go um, find that for you. I think I talked about Oblivion, right? Yeah, because you talked about how, okay, so knowing what did I think... We saw Megan. We saw Megan. We saw Spring Breakers. So it was when I saw... It's right here. 23rd. Because that's when we recorded... We saw both movies and then we recorded the episode. I have a few to talk about, I guess. Um... I, I went on a Tubi binge a little bit, and I checked out some random-ass movies. One of them I watched was an Archie movie from the 90s. Where it's like a high school reunion. It wasn't great, but it was interesting to see that that was that existed. I finally checked out inappropriate comedy, which I don't know if you remember this coming out, 
but it was this it was this sketch movie that was made by the dude that did Sham Wow. And it's probably one of the worst fucking movies I've seen in my life. I've never heard of it's it. It's awful. I remember it coming out and everyone was like, oh, it's going to be... Because Movie 43 came out at the same time. Everyone was like, oh my god, sketch movies. And they were all bad. I watched like this really weird movie with like Zach Galligan from Gremlins and Corey Feldman. Where like they go, they steal a Rolls Royce and they go to like Palm Springs to like check out some women who are doing like a modeling contest. <laughs> that also wasn't a very good movie, but you know, um, All Quiet on the Western Front was good. Oh yeah, I need to watch that. <clears throat> you do, it's fucking, it's great. Um, I saw a movie with Tatiana Maslany and Richard Dreyfus where they, it's called Cass and Dylan, they go on a road trip and they become friends. It wasn't bad for a Canadian movie. It wasn't too bad. I watched a movie called Amy in the Cage, which is about a girl that gets lost or gets locked in her house during a a, a, a deadly virus outbreak. Oh. And it was made in 2016. And it I only watched it because Crispin Glover and the girl from Sunny with a Chance was in it. So, oh. so I saw it because I was like, I want to see what this is. And it's actually really good. Like, I was surprised at how much I... I was surprised because I was like, it's such a wacky movie. It gives off Tank Girl vibes to me mm. where it's like, or Daisies, where it's like, it's kind of like out of nowhere. It's like, ooh, this and that. It jumps around, but it's actually kind of cool. <laughs> women talking. We saw women yeah, talking again. Yeah, It was good. I saw You People, that Jonah right. Hill, Eddie Murphy movie, and it was really bad. Yeah. It wasn't funny. Same with Shotgun Wedding. It wasn't really funny. I rewatched Borat too. Borat 2 mm-hmm. is funny. I had to watch a good movie after I watched bad movies. Um, I rewatched Suspiria. We saw Suspiria. Yeah. Um, I saw Jeepers Creepers Reborn. That was pretty bad. I watched the She-Hulk documentary oh, for, yeah. for Marvel Assembled. Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked it, and I think it solidified well. my enjoyment of the show. Yeah. 80 for Brady was good. Knock at the Cabin was good. I watched this movie I got sent as a screener about guys named James Bond. And it was kind of interesting, but I don't know if I was compelled the whole time. But it goes to a territory that you never would think a documentary like that would. And it actually, like, threw me off. And I rewatched Groundhog's Day yesterday. That's... Oh, and I guess, too, Last of Us. We've been watching Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. The best episode, episode oh three. Oh, God. It's so good. <laughs> It's one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen in my life. That's a fact. Yeah. No, all I had was women talking, okay. Suspiria, and today I watched Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I, I will watch that, because now you told me that it's kind of mid, I actually kind of want to watch and see how mid it is. Yeah, like, it's not horrible, mm-hmm. but I think it's just because it, you can easily compare it to Avatar The Way of Water. Because there's like underwater scenes and the CGI yeah. and this is so bad compared to that. Mm-hmm. And just like a lot more noticeable, especially just like on my computer, but whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You I watched like the it, end credits. You watched it the way it was intended on your computer. <laughs> In like a mi- little mini tab because well, I was you doing were working things. On stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. like applying to jobs and it was just playing. So <laughs> yes. I didn't pay the most attention, but. I it's think fine. there's a few things I need. I, I There's a couple screeners I have I still need to watch. And there's some movies coming out that I'll definitely be checking out. And we're going to... I think now I know that you like these types of movies. I'm going to start throwing them into the cycle of what we watch. <laughs> a lot of the Shout Factory, Scream Factory releases. Because they drop a lot of weird fucking movies. And they're great. They're great movies. Um, 
And that really ties into what we're about to talk about. Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> a movie that you never heard of until I started talking no. about it. Um, it was it was made in 1983. And one of the things I brought up when we started it was this was the era of horror films where there were such there were rental stores there were you know people were marketing them off trailers and posters and stuff like that and sometimes you would make a really bad movie but you'd make a really good poster and a trailer and a cover (laughs) for the vhs and you would literally get a lot of people to see your movie you know that was most of the 90s and it would be that these really poorly made movies would become cult classics because people would go to Blockbuster and be like, oh, there's a sh- there's a bloody knife and a shoe and a letter. That looks kind of interesting. That's great. And then they would watch it and it would turn out to be that the girl has a penis. Like, I feel like, like, like it's like these cult classics were made because, like, they'd make these wild-ass fucking movies for less than, like, they'd make them for so fucking cheap. And... The first time I saw this was um, Joe Bob during the last drive-in. If I hope people that listen to us know who Joe Bob is. He's about to do another one on Valentine's We could watch it on Valentine's Day, on Friday. Not That's not really Valentine's Day, but on Friday at 9, next Friday, they're doing another stream on Shudder, and they're showing two movies, and he's actually marrying a couple live on the stream. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we watch the movies, okay. so... Um, but he, I, I watched this because he did initially, I'll, I'll just tell this, the history of him. He was back in the day, he was a horror host. So he would on TNT, he would show old horror movies like the nightmares and all this, um, and the Friday the 13th. And essentially he came back on shutter because there was this resurgence of people wanted to see him back. So he did this marathon for 24 hours where he just showed like 12 movies. So he showed like Hellraiser. He showed this, he showed, um, terror, terror trip, uh, or tourist trap. The worst one that he showed was probably called pieces about a guy who cuts up women to get pieces to make his mom again because his mom died. And my dad Ew. and I watched it. There was a there was a kung fu scene in the middle. There was <laughs> sex on waterbeds. Like, it was this weird fucking movie. Um, okay. But essentially, it was because I wanted to experience what it was to be watching Joe Bob because I watched Elvira as a kid. I watched Svengoolie every time that I go to fucking America. I watch his stuff where he shows, like, really bad 50s B-movies, like <laughs> the original The Thing in the blob mm-hmm. um so i watched this because joe bob showed it as either his first or his second movie of the night of the 24 hour um s- stream and i've seen a lot of good things from him so i'd recommend his show because he does he gives a lot of insight he'll go on like weird tangents that last like 10 minutes but then get to something really good and it's actually kind of interesting but i watched it i bought it on the blu-ray i have the scream factory and I've watched ever since. I showed it to my mom and she stopped watching 15 minutes in because of the bad acting of the mom. Um, I just want to know, what do you think of this movie? Like, what's your thoughts on this movie, never hearing about it and then just watching its glorious existence I kind of loved it. I kind of (laughs) slay. I wasn't expecting, but... I feel like I got more excited because you told me how bad it was. And yeah. I was like, I love a good bad horror movie. Yeah. But it was actually kind of good. Like, I think if the actors were better, it would have been, like, great. Mm-hmm. But 
I think it's just funny how bad they are at acting. Yeah. <laughs> like, adds to it, but, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. My, my, okay, my question is, because this is a movie that if anyone knows, we're gonna get into spoilers, fuck everyone who doesn't care, um, Sleepaway Camp is known for its fucking insane ending that you never really think of until you think back to the movie and you're like, oh, it makes complete fucking yeah. sense that that happened. Um, do you want to tell everyone what that fucking twist is? What's the twist the twist isn't even who's killing them because yeah. we saw this on glorious 2K scan on Blu-ray <laughs> and you could tell who the fuck the killer was in the oh, first yeah. five minutes. What's the twist? What's the big oh, twist? God. Um, Angela is actually her brother. <laughs> and what happened? Why is she her brother? Because they're... Her aunt, I guess? Yeah. Wanted... A girl. <laughs> and then she couldn't get a girl, so she turned the boy into a girl. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and, the, and the last shot we get in the movie is, this is a story that she told on Joe Bob, which I think is so fascinating. The twist, the, that scene, I don't know if you could tell that that was a mask. That wasn't her face. Like, when she's doing that weird face. Yeah. That wasn't her that was actually someone made a mold of her face and they put it on a dude with a really small shrivel penis and essentially what she said on joe bob was that um essentially what the story is is they just got some random dude to come in and shoot a scene where he's got the mask on and he's totally like dick out waving and they they don't know who the guy is. They've ne (laughs) they've never like no one's ever come out to say I'm the dick in sleepaway camp it's just some random ass what? dude. Like it's some random ass dude. <laughs> just like one of the lighting crew people. They're like, Yo, maybe you're short. I don't know. They just hired a random dude and said, "We'll show your dick." And I, I was mean, like, "Yeah." I and guess if it was something he was ashamed of, then maybe. Well, at least he got to wear the mask. <laughs> um, if that's true. What is the plot of this movie? What could you tell me in a in one sentence? What the fucking plot of this oh movie God. is? Um, a <laughs> uh, summer camp. Mm-hmm. Turned serial killer. Yeah. Trans. <laughs> what? Okay. Because, like, I want to go through your thought process through this whole thing. Because I know... Okay, okay. Genuinely, what did you think when we started this movie? Like, what was your generalized thought? I think it was just because you were saying there's, like, a crazy twist. I was like, okay. I think from the beginning, like... Or you were like, oh, like, all the kills are deserved. And there was, like, the yeah. mom talking to her. And I was like, okay, it's probably Angela that's the killer for the movie. Okay, so, like, so you guessed it right she away. She just, like, she doesn't talk. Like, yeah. One of those stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> I am a quiet girl myself. <laughs> I don't murder people, though, but... Um. I, uh, you did try that once. Oh, yeah. Um, no... But, like, that's true, though. Everyone who dies, it's deserved. Yeah, it is. I was like, yeah, slay. Kill the old pervert. <laughs> like, everyone everyone who dies, it's, 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 it's definitely uh, deserved. I think the performances are really bad, yep. which is fun. Uh, shout out to Felissa Rose, though, because now she comes on Joe Bob every time, and she is, anytime there's a mangled dick in a movie, she's like, I'm the mangled dick expert. You know, it's like a joke and shit. Shout out to her, because she's actually, she's actually really nice in real life. Um, but she got to 
this is her call claim to fame, which I think is wild. Mm-hmm. One thing that I'm interested in, we're going to have to watch the first Friday the 13th at some point. Yeah. Because this is a really weird take. I'm not a big fan of the first one, even though it's got, like, Kevin Bacon and it's got all this, like, and it's it's got, like what's-her-face playing Pamela Voorhees and stuff. I don't like it as much as the other ones. I actually kind of think it's a little boring. Whenever I tell people I like this more, they're always, like, weirded (laughs) out. Like, why the fuck do you like this one more? But, like, I genuinely think, like, it goes past... And that's why I'm excited that if we ever get Shopping Mall, because those that movie goes so far past bad that it's so fun (laughs) like this is in its own category of its own which is just movies from the 80s when they would throw money at anyone when (laughs) these fucking marketing firms these bankers would be like we want to get in the movie game we'll throw random fucking money to things and they'd make shit like this Mm. um i don't think it made a lot of money in the box office but Everyone, like, loves this movie now, so it's kind of... It's you funny. Know, it is. It's funny. It's... What's... Okay, this is an interesting question because you like it so much. What's the least... What's your least favorite part of it? Or is it just that it's it's a cycle of terrible, that everything just works for it? I mean, there are parts that, like, would not hold up in today's standards, yeah. for sure. Like, a uh, little boy... But <laughs> oh yeah, there's that one shot of someone getting hit in the face with an ass. Yeah. yeah, I mean whatever. But yeah, when did this come out? This was this DVD was 2014. 2014 was this Blu-ray. So that was at the start. This yeah. is one of the first Scream Factories. I want to bring that up too. This movie, this this Blu-ray has terrible special features. I want to bring that shit up. You got you got this short film named Judy, which is based on the girl who fucking died. For some (laughs) reason, there's in this it doesn't even make sense. They have a twist of her being like, "I survived summer camp and now I have trauma," and it's like this drama, like coming of, like coming to terms drama, and it makes no sense to the timeline, and it's bad. It's badly shot. I could see how she didn't die. Here's my thought. If she didn't die, she would not be able to fuck, though. Yeah. That's my thought. That's her whole process. (laughs) Her whole process is she wants to fuck until she gets kind of a mangled pussy. Oh, my God. Um, But no, No, you... that actually hurts to... It's bad. It's bad. But no, you have a short film. Then you have a music video on here that I don't even think is on the back here. From the fucking kid, the, the the cousin, who, this is his big claim to fame, he made a music video, and it reminds me of the terrible shit Corey Feldman makes now, where it's, like, music that just fucking is terrible, you know what I mean? Like, the bonus features are so bad on here, let me, let me, let me do a comparison, because which one, okay, Big Trouble in Little China has two discs of bonus features mm-hmm. that comes with, like, extended endings, deleted scenes, I like, vintage interviews and TV spots, and and it has these, like, vintage, like, this, w- this was on set, you know? There's a whole thing with, like, interviews from stuntmen and stuff like that. So it's a lot of interesting stuff about Big Trouble in Little China. Mm-hmm. And I think the blob has, like, some really great... Yeah, Ryan Turek, who I think is a Facebook friend of mine, he's 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 on here talking about uh, the making of the movie, and then you get three cuts of Army of Darkness on Army of Darkness. 
you get a really shitty short <laughs> film on Sleepaway Camp. I don't blame them because this is like one of their first releases. But come on, guys. Like, like, even the Halloween box set had like really good bonus features. And that came out like a year after this one. Mm-hmm. Um, no no shade, though, to, to Screen Factory. Because, frankly, they're the only company that releases really good horror movies these days on Blu-rays that like are quality. And they also don't charge the price of of uh criterions like like when we were in when we were in we might have to go back but when we were in bmv they had some of these for really cheap like really good prices Mm. um these go for cheap as fuck though that's what i love about them they're Mm. not like look we got big trouble in little china three discs sixty (laughs) dollars like uh like criterion would um but no sleepaway camp is a fascinating little movie that i think was saved from obscurity by some horror fans who who as a kid in the 90s and the 80s mistakenly picked it up from the video <laughs> store or watched it on tv and were like what's this and then they watched it and they're like i i'll never be the same person i was again <laughs> that's, that's the legacy funny. of this fucking movie that's the legacy of this whole of sleepaway camp it's insane yeah. um iconic it's iconic it's very much now become gay queer <laughs> cinema oh, because for sure. because it's kind of gotten a new meaning because before it was the sh- it was the shock that she had a penis was like the ending but I think that over time people have like kind of changed the meaning of it mm-hmm. and it's more I see it more as a movie where she's trying to really understand herself yeah because she's like they make that joke about how she's like you don't shower with the rest of the girls and stuff i see this as a really interesting yet maybe it's like aged kind of weirdly for the intentions of the movie but i just see it as like as a movie that's very prominently about a trans girl starting to hit puberty (laughs) and being like well i'm not a boy you know, this is yeah. weird. I'm a boy, but I'm not a boy. And I think that it's actually, like, more intelligent than people give it, gave it credit for at first. But that's because they weren't having... We weren't having the conversations like that in the 80s when this movie came out. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I think it's good. Um, I think we both gave it the same score. Um, and that was an 8 out of 10, 4 out of 5. Yeah. I used to give this a 4.5, but then I really sat down and thought about it, and I'm like... I don't know if it's, like, that amazing, but it is actually still pretty good. Um, I usually rate by, like, enjoyment. Enjoyment? So I was like, yeah, it's fun. (laughs) I don't blame you for that, because I think that I've started to, at least when it comes to movies I critically want to talk about, sometimes I notice that I forget about my enjoyment sometimes. Um, But genuinely, if I were to say enjoyment, this movie would be a nine. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, it's so wild. (laughs) It's so, it's so crazy. But it's not a... If we talk about how well it's made, it's not very well made, but it's so much fun. Um, I have UHF somewhere. We got to watch that at some point. It's not Scream, but it's Shout. (laughs) But it's the Weird Al movie from the 90s, or 89, and it's fucking great. It's like Weird the Al Yankovic story, but Sleepaway Camp is good. Um, I'd recommend it to everyone. It's an easy 85-minute watch. Like, it's not even that long. Good 84 pacing. minutes it's got good pacing for what it is especially the uh the uh baseball scene that keeps uh oh. fading into itself yeah that could have been uh, reworked <laughs> a bit i forgot about that but they wanted to really hit that 84 they really wanted to hit that feature length so they put a bunch of random shit in here that yeah. didn't need to be in here but you know um 
Those are the two movies. I am going to try something. I'm going to keep recording because I don't know how long this is going to take me. But I am going to send myself the... I'm going to send myself this. Wait, why is Birds of Prey on your list? Was that on your list? No. That's weird. That's I don't know why that's on your list and not mine. They have these like online spinny wheel things. That's what I'm thinking. I'm gonna throw yeah. I'm gonna throw my list and your list into a randomizer and see what it gives us. Fun. And I'm gonna choose we're gonna do three spins and whatever whatever gets chosen is what we're gonna talk about. Alright. For the first episode of but I thought I wanna do two because maybe when we start doing this spinner, it might actually like just be more actually Maybe we should just do this for the rest of the series because it gives us a random and then we actually have to choose how it connects and stuff like that. So we're going to do that because I'm actually kind of, I'm going to airdrop it to myself so that I can throw it in a spinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's, we'll, we'll be like an official podcast. We'll randomize everything. The only time that I feel like we can choose maybe is when we want to talk about certain uh, things during Halloween. Yeah. You know? This is here. Oh, yay. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay. This is fun. Shuffle it. So you have to click it. Okay. Let's see what the spinner says <laughs> out of all my movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, that's one. I'll keep it, but I might remove it. If um, I don't, if I get a better one, I might spin it four times. Let's just see. Oh my god. Okay. Let's just do it. Three is the max. Okay, three is the max. Mulholland <gasps> uh. Drive. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is, I might not get one I actually want to talk about right now. You put it on your list. Yeah, that's kind of bad. I put too many movies on my list. I don't like these choices. I'm gonna go again, oh okay? My God. Because... That defeats the purpose of the spinning wheel. Okay, we're gonna cut it out. We'll stop it now. Okay, we're starting it. Okay, we just found oh the website. We just found the website. Let's look at the spinning. No. Okay, we'll do that. Alright. Birds of Prey. Birds, Birds of Prey of is prey. the next episode. I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> now fine. let's go to your list. I'm excited. Um, I don't know why I have Birds of Prey in your... Wouldn't that be funny if we both got it now? <laughs> Double feature, but it's the same movie. There's a few that we've already done in here, maybe, so we'll just spin it. Let's see. What are your three? Ladybird. All right. That's funny because birds and bird. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then let's see what the next yeah, one is. Yeah, I think is. I'm gonna go with. Oh yeah, I forgot to say that one was Pitch Perfect. Okay. Uh, oh. Oh no, let's Lady just spin again. again That's not okay, nice. It keeps choosing the same spin fucking thing. Spin it again. Spin it again. I'm gonna put it all on black. 
No, I. It's perfect again. I want to do that one anyway. Let's do it again. Keeps on the same one. Delete it. <gasps> or Ice Age. Ice Age. Um, I'll do Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect? I love Pitch Perfect. Okay, I I've guess. I've been wanting that, to rewatch it. I guess that's what the episode is. So it's, what is it? Birds of Prey and Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Birds of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> I guess that's it. Pitch I feel like prey. this is this is what we should do every time. This sounds fun. Birds yeah. of Prey and Pitch Perfect. Let's spin it again. No. Let's see what you get now. It's going to be literally Ladybird. Just you wait. Okay. okay. That's funny. Okay. <laughs> I got I love how there's clapping. It makes it it's, even better. I love the wheel. I got to I got to remember. I got to keep that wheel in mind cuz that's actually yeah, fun. So, fun. there you go. We're that's the next episode after we do the double of the YA novels. We got Birds of Prey and Pitch Perfect, which is such a weird choice. I love it. But I'm okay with it's better that. Better than Ice Age. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That would be kind of funny. So yeah, do you have anything to end this episode on? A reference to Sleepaway Camp, you might want to say. Dude looks like a lady. Oh, that's kind of no. bad, bro. You know what, Chanel? You're a real carpenter's dream. You're flat as a board and you need a screw. Ooh. <laughs>